I knew I wanted to write this memoir literally 17 years ago. And that is when my life completely imploded in every aspect imaginable. Welcome to You Should Write a Book About That. I'm Kim O'Hara, a book coach with a story inside, and I'm interviewing fascinating people from all walks of life with a story to tell. Do these folks have a best-selling book in them? Stick around and find out. Kristen Noel has been the creator and editor-in-chief of Best Self magazine for the last six years. Not just connecting the dots of our lives through mind, body, and spirit, but celebrating thought leaders. So you created this magazine originally as a platform to write your book and an entry into the world where you wanted a presence, and then it just took off. And next thing you know, it's taking all your time. So If someone wanted to create a magazine, what would be their primary impetus from this experience? Well, first of all, I mean, the the creation of the magazine has been, you know, an incredible journey. And I think sometimes when you take a step, when you say, okay, hey, I want to, like for me, I said, I want to get started um, with this book that I've just, that I want to birth, this creative baby. But like, literally, I had no connection to writing authors, platforms, publishers, nothing. I didn't even know about the writing process. Um, and it all started with me going to a a writer's workshop. And that was also probably about seven years ago or six and a half years ago, because it was very closely aligned in timing. And I started hearing all of this noise about creating platforms and and having a social media presence and and all of this this other business side of things which was the last thing I wanted to do I just had this vision that I was just going to be able to go out there and write this like you know epic memoir that's going to change the world just hand it over to a publisher and they would do all the magical work and uh, get it out there for me um and you know, I, when I went to this, this workshop and all of a sudden I'm hearing, you've got to do all these things in order to, to sort of really, you know, build, build a structure around your baby. It really is actually like a cradle around the book, right? A cradle Mm -hmm. around your baby. You're not going to throw this baby out into the world without the structure. At, At first I was really resistant, but then I started to think, okay, this is an entree. Um, I'm, I'm a closeted writer. I have zero connections. I, you know, and it, you know, again, remember the world is changing so quickly. This wasn't a time where I was going to like hop on Facebook and there were all these wonderful people like you cheerleading and championing and guiding people through the process. This was, you know, this is all very, very new. So that wasn't really all available at the time. And I thought, okay, let's, let's get started. I mean, the, the idea for the book actually came from my partner who, was sort of doing some research and we were so deeply inspired by conscious living, wellness, um, and just figuring out how to get our, you know, our hands in there and figuring out how, how can we be a part of this world and how can we contribute and how, um, I don't know how we're going to get in there. And when, when he came across something, you know, late at night online about, um, a platform for creating a magazine, he just thought, wait a minute, you know, why don't we just, you know, why don't we do this ourselves? Why don't we actually create the cradle for our, for this, for this memoir? 
Um, and I don't, I don't think we were to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think we were that clear in the, in the very beginning. Right. Right. Creation's um, never like that crystal except in hindsight. Exactly. But you know what? You've got to follow the inspiration. You've got to follow the hits of when something unexpected lights you up, right? I never in a million years thought I was going to create a magazine. But when he said this, and I remember him waking me up in the morning and saying, listen, I've either done the craziest thing because he bought the software, he bought the platform uh, to create the magazine. He said, and I can return it, you know, but he said, I've either done the the most brilliant thing or I've done the craziest thing. It was probably a bit of both. But mm-hmm. when he told me about this, I actually got excited. I actually felt like, ooh, you know, a little, little, I mean, totally, what is it they say, you know, nervous and excited. Um, you know, you got to listen to that. You've got to follow that thread. And and it was worth exploring. And suddenly I thought, yeah, let's do it. You know, and we were completely naive about the process. We were completely naive about what we were doing. But in a way, there was something so beautiful about that because we forged our own path and we figured things out. And we, as you, as you started this conversation, our stars aligned with other amazing people. Um, and we started cre- co-creating with just incredible people in this realm of, of uh, conscious living and, and holistic health and wellness. Um, and and then it just sort of took off, you know, and the next thing you know, it's like one year leads into, you know, it's two years, three years, four years, and here we are six years later. Right. And I I just want to point out, I think it's really interesting, you know, diving into the magazine was of the same ilk as diving into writing a book, right? You don't, you didn't know about either, right? Yes, but exactly. when we're people who are natural instinct is to help other people tell stories, mm-hmm. we go do that very well right? We're empathic, Mm -hmm. we're inspirational, we're intuitive. And so while yes, doing this platform helped you learn how to write the book, you were as an author kind of had to go, you had to take a back seat. So what was the process of realizing that it happened and having it start to dawn on you that maybe it was time to write the book? Right. Thank you for asking me that question because, um, you know, that was a hard realization. I think sometimes I, I, I want to go back to what you when you originally asked me the question about the magazine. I don't know if I really understood the connections at the time that, OK, here's the cradle that we're putting around the book. But we did realize that this would be an entree and this would be a platform. I don't necessarily think that's a great way to go into a project, for example, say, oh, I'm going to create a magazine because I want it to open X, Y and Z doors. I think you should create a magazine because you want to write, you, you want to create a magazine. Now right. we, and it's a lot of work and it was a labor of love. And to this day, I, I still feel the messages we share are so important. Um, but, but what happened was, you know, we are the kind of people that dive into, into our work. We stay committed. Um, and you know, the next thing I know we're working seven days a week and, and I'm becoming this sort of, doula for everybody else's writing, you know, and, exactly. um, and loving it, like absolutely loving the messages and also feeling like, like I actually needed those messages for my own path and my own healing. But as you, uh, so aptly said, I ended up kind of just finding myself buried more and more in the work of the magazine and in the creation and the promotion and in the editing of, of pieces. And I had I basically squeezed every ounce of time I had 
um, for my own creativity and for my own creation and for my, and for birthing my own book, as you well know, because you and I had a wonderful conversation two years ago that we still need to circle back to. Um, (laughs) and I'm still kind of in the same place. And while I could have a little bit of sour grapes about that, I also, I also see the, the lemonade from, from, from the lemons of, you know, my pouting is that I became a better writer because I, all I've been doing for six years is writing and editing and communicating and building a platform. And so there's a lot that came out of it, but I wouldn't necessarily say to someone, Hey, if you want to write a book, go start a magazine. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. That's not like the most obvious, obvious yeah. advice, but your path is your path. And, and right. I mean, if you look at the story you want to write, you know, I mean, this goes way back to being raised, you know, we, our generation, we were like kind of raised by wolves, right? Our parents had no clue. <laughs> hey, that's but my line. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting you. I'm, I'm quoting I you. Laugh. And then you went into this modeling career where you're making like a quarter million dollars a year. And we're talking back in the nineties. So that was, you know, double that yeah. and supporting yourself since you were 15. And so and then we had this whole, you know, cataclysmic event where your whole, you know, life came crashing down, right? When you thought, you know, you had the kids and the family and the husband and the Upper West Side and the whole deal. That's not a quick narrative to just jump into as an author. Hi, listeners. It's survey time. I want to know more about you, the listeners. So in 2021, I can bring you more riveting content. Why do you listen to this podcast? What are you doing when you listen to this podcast? What kind of topics have you loved the most? If you don't mind, just, just going to take about three minutes to head over to astoryinside.com backslash survey. It's a great opportunity to procrastinate from anything that you really should be doing and feel like you're part of the Astoria Inside podcast community. Thank you so much. And now back to our amazing guest. So if you had maybe written that eight, 10 years ago, it could have just been like a tell all. Mm -hmm. But you're so much more than a tell all. Well, I appreciate that very, very much because I knew I wanted to write this memoir literally 17 years ago. And that is when my life completely imploded in every aspect imaginable. And it was born of the seeds of saying like, oh, okay, so this is the inspiration that's helping me heal and get from point A to point B along this path. And I'm, I'm collecting these nuggets of, of, of wisdom and sage advice and, um, but it definitely, to your point, would have been a very, very different book had I written it then um, versus write, sitting down and writing it now. And, you know, I think when, when we get that hit, sometimes we we get really impatient. It's like, I got to write this book and I got to get it out there and I've got to do it right now. And I mean, I know it sounds like a platitude, but but there is such a thing as trusting the timing and trusting the unfolding of of your healing, the unfolding of when and where and how this should all be birthed. And also just, you know, the connections, like the, like the connecting the dots, like you went back to school after this whole, you know, event in your life that blew your whole life up, you know, and, and followed that Diane Sawyer dream and Mm -hmm. 
you, so you went back to school at 30. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you would, you know, doing the magazine seems like it was an, oh my God, but you had already done an, oh my, you'd already done several, you know, oh my God. I've had a lot of, oh my gods. (laughs) (laughs) My life has been a a series of, oh my gods. My, My life has been a series of Phoenix rising from the ashes. And, you know, and the funny thing is when I hear someone else like, like you recounting this right now, I, I think, damn, yeah, girl, you know, instead of like me, you know, that, that, that useless chatter in my mind where I'm like, oh my God, I haven't written the book and I haven't done this and I haven't, you know, y- you know, y- you have to be, be your own friend, right. And hear your story as if someone else was telling it to you. You know, I was just um, thinking about that as you were, as you were recounting it for me. And also that's what happens in the writing process. Good books, the writers are on the other side of their drama. They're on the other side of their trauma. They are now able to eloquently run a thread of adversity or integrity through their story. And that's not something for everybody that comes immediately. That's something that comes over time and finesse. And Transformation so that, is is not in in your time. <laughs> you know, it's not in your time zone necessarily, um, which is a really important thing to cut yourself some slack. And I think that in order to write a transformational memoir or an inspirational memoir, you want to be a little bit on the other side, <laughs> so that you're speaking from a place of of knowing mm-hmm. and yeah. and embodying, right? Yeah. If you had written the memoir right after, you know, everything blew up, right when you were that 30 year old going back to school, you would have been a little bit angry. You would have been a little bit edgy. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it would have been a different, it would have been an app. I I don't know if it would have been the book for you to write. And now, I mean, I just want to, in terms of talking about, you know, work-life balance, which I'm seeing in your life now, you know, you've, we've talked about nurturing and COVID and, you know, as someone who's curated so many articles on self-help over the last six years, you know, you've added a puppy in your life and (laughs) I'm I'm totally nuts, right? (laughs) You've added a puppy. Like you're just, you know, you just, you exude this beautiful, you know, warm sense of sanctuary. What can you advise our listeners to do for their better health? entering into 2021? Honestly, first of all, there's no such thing as balance. There's, there might be balance Monday and you're off balance on Tuesday and that is okay. And, um, I think the, I think the beautiful gift of COVID, um, is that we've had to quiet ourselves a bit, right? Like we've had to stay home. We can't have the same distractions, the travel, the running around the this, and it's, it sort of like brings you back to your intuition and, you know, paring down all the things that like, what do I really need? What, 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 you know, it's kind of surprising, like what we have been able to get along without. Right. For me, it's really, and I think this is a much stronger thread that will be in my book now than it ever would have been before, but it's really about this home zone, your intuition, and just listening to yourself and trusting yourself because I really believe you already know what you need and you already know what feels good. You know when you have to 
stop communicating with certain people or you know when you have to stop overeating or overindulging or you need more nature or you need more quiet or you need less social media or you need more meditation, you need more journaling. Um, And that can change literally every single day. But I think when you can just get to the point where you can just give yourself permission to change your mind, give yourself permission to be quiet and to just listen and to follow that. And it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. You know, I think trusting yourself, you know, I, if I, if I could speak to my, you know, my 40 year old self, my 30 year old self, my 20 year old self, my 18 year old self, it would all be about intuition and, you know, absolutely. Then that's not something that we heard about in those decades at all. I, 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 I'm learning as, as you mentioned to listen, it's hard. But if I said to you right now, if you like called me up and you were having a really bad day and we just like sat for a second and I was like, Kim, right now, here in this moment, close your eyes, take it, take a deep breath, exhale, and just tell me what would make you feel good right now. Like, you know, you might pause, but you could answer and you would see something and you would know. And you'd just say, like, I need a I need a break, or I need to take the day off, or I need to go for a walk, or I need to go for a hike, or I need to be with my dog, or I need to you know, I need to give myself permission to not need to do everything. Yeah. And then listening to that and then trusting that that's okay. And there isn't some like lording over happening. That's like, you shouldn't have made that choice. It's like, who are you? Why are you talking to me? Like, I don't even know you. Like I'm me, I'm listening to me right now. And that choice is always the best choice because then within the listening comes the, the, the deeper inspiration. Well, I am, I am, I am over the moon. We chatted today and I, I so look, look forward to you writing your book. I think it's going to be healing and helpful to so many people. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, it's a pleasure. And thank you so much. Like I said, for being a cheerleader and a champion and for helping people birth their books and to really believe it's possible because you have this incredible gift of you know what? You help create that cradle around a book. Um, And so I just want to thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll take it. You got (laughs) it, sister. You've been listening to You Should Write a Book About That. If you enjoyed our episode, tell a friend to listen, subscribe, and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And a big shout out to our listeners on CastBox, where you can leave a comment and I will personally respond.